Beak Star, Beak Star, where'd you get those Beak Stars? Beak Stars, Beak Stars, where'd you get those eyes? It is Wednesday, hump day, the middle of the week. We know there's only two more days left, and then we get to the weekend, where we get to go be regulars at a restaurant we love to eat at. That might be Applebee's, we're regular there. That could be Friendly's, we're not really a regular there, I'm not going to lie. That could be Salsa Fresca. We pretty much are regular there. We go there like every week. That could be a couple of other restaurants too. Chili's we frequent at. Um, that's really it. Olive Garden, but I don't know. We pretty much do a lot of ordering because I don't know. That That's what life decided to do. Anyways. Let's get to the conversation of the day on this wonderful Wednesday. We are going to be talking about some fun things. First part of our conversation, I love to cook Mexican food and Spanish food. I love the flavors. I love the origins of the food. And to me, that that's just like one of my most favorite types of foods. I have like three favorites and it's. Mexican, Spanish, and Italian. I love them for all different reasons. I'm not saying I don't like other foods as well, but those are my three favorites. They're like my go-tos. Like if I'm just hungry, like typically I go to Italian for like pastas or grinders or, you know, ravioli or like chicken parm or like, because I know what it tastes like and I love it. You know, if I'm in a mood for like a taco, then I'm thinking like Mexican, like for Spanish, you know, I want like the chicken with the rice and peas, you know, with the sauce, you know, like, mm. there's just something about those three types of food that just speak to me. Now, maybe that's because I've been surrounded by all that food my entire life and it's all I know. And when I go out to eat, like it's my go to thought. Granted, I do like West Indian food, but that's not my that's not what I want right away i typically always want quesadillas or empanadas or enchiladas or something like that or i want pasta or that's typically my go-to with food so adoba is like a spanish seasoning and they have like an entire line. They have like rice and, and they have a little sauce in a can. And it, it's amazing seasoning. And you can really put that on anything. You can put that on vegetables. You can put that on meat. You can put that on like beef. You can put that on whatever you want. <clears throat> I recommend you figure out what you're going to use first. And then, you know, you need to marinate it. You need to get an egg. You need to get some flour. You need to rub it up. Maybe... Maybe not an egg, but you need to rub everything in. You need to get it in every crevice of the meat you're using. And you really need to load it all in because the flavor from the adoba is just delectable. It tastes like you're there in the country when you make it yourself. And I don't know. I I grew up with an Auntie Bonnie that like made Spanish food. And when I tell you her rice and beans, mm, 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 delicious, delicious, delicious. Ugh. Just thinking about it has me hungry like I want a bowl of rice and beans. And I just want to mix it all around with the chicken and take a big, like, spoonful and put it in my mouth. Now we're talking. With a little bit of the little bit of the green veggies on. Mm-hmm. Now we are talking. Mm, delicious. Nobody does it, like, real 
Spanish cooking. And only certain people know how to cook like that. Like, you have to go to, like, hole-in-the-wall restaurants in certain towns to find the cooking I'm talking about. Homemade, homeschool from Puerto Rico cooking. Like, the Mexican kind of food I'm talking about, like, the only people that can make it are from Mexico. Like, the cooks have to be from Mexico. It can't be United States Mexican. No, it has to be Mexico Mexican. Like, uh uh-uh. There's something... Like, they have to have some sort of origin or they have to have, like, the the intellect. Ha- they have to have a teacher that's from Mexico because the flavor and what they're able to do with it is insane. But adoba is a great a tool to cook with and it tastes really great. And it, it definitely makes food taste good. You can put that on vegetables, too. It is delicious. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know, being vegan, I was vegan for a long time. I would just take the adoba and roll, like, the broccoli around in it and, like, make, like, broccoli wraps and put, like salsa on it or whatever and use that as like a meat or i would do that with like cauliflower too it's delicious you can't go wrong with it you could also do that with like um anything that's meat or not it's very good okay next part of our conversation is get rid of all the bad food and read the expiration date why do people have to just keep stuff in fridges Thinking that it's okay. That dude, that milk went bad. It's time for it to go. I know you think you can get one more day out of it, but um, no, you can't. There's reasons food have expiration dates, cause they get gross after that. Like, okay, if it's ice cream and it's frozen, maybe if you're eating it the day it expires, that's okay. But come on, man, if that ice cream is like two weeks old, it's gonna be hard and crusty and gross. Same. Like peanut butter, like. Some of these things you got to throw out, especially like dairy, like you can't do anything with milk or yogurt or cheese. Like once it goes past this expiration date, do not eat it. Like why do people have to just save things in their fridge thinking that they can eat things whenever they want to? I'm not the I'm not a person that hasn't done it before. I've done it. Like I found things in the fridge from like a year ago and I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't see this expiration date. This is why you got to pay attention when you're buying things at the grocery store or Target or wherever you're shopping or wherever you're ordering from to make sure you know the date of expiration because you don't want to buy something from the store and it expires in days. Like, uh, this is why you have to be careful with fruit like grapes and cherries and these things like that because they expire fast. So make sure you got a couple, you know, you've got time to eat it before it expires. Make sure you're looking at this stuff because you don't want a fridge full of stuff that's going to go bad in a week. Just saying, just saying. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Good sauce takes time. Okay, if you're making Sunday sauce, which is like an Italian sauce, they call it Sunday sauce because Sunday is when all the family gets together. And that's why it's called Sunday sauce because you're making a sauce for the family dinner, and everybody's going to come to the table, brothers, sisters, moms, mamas, dads, papas, nanas, cousins, uh, nephews, nieces, uh, second cousins, everybody's going to be there on Sunday, it's going to be a big pastarina, and you're going to eat, 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 you know, that's what Sunday sauce is, okay, if you're making a Sunday sauce, it's Italian, you got to know what you're doing, man. You got to get the right tomatoes. You got to chop it up. You got to get some aromas. You got to chop them up. You got to get some uh, 
onions and peppers you gotta dice that up very thinly uh you know you maybe need to get some tomato paste and um maybe uh see what else you can mix in there you're gonna want to put some basil in there for some more flavor and you're really going to want to do everything from scratch like i love making my own tomato sauce i taught myself how to do it and it's so more much flavor it's so more flavorful than the sauces that are already canned um, granted, I taught myself how to do everything because I was vegan. So when you're vegan, you can't really eat anything unless it's specialized. Um, but I found so many ways to eat without having it be condensed with a bunch of crap that doesn't need to be in the food. So I prefer to make like uh, salad dressings from scratch. And I love making pasta sauce from scratch. I like making the vodka one. I like making the uh, Romano, which is the cheese. You know, you get fresh mozzarella uh, and you add that into the sauce while you're mixing it. And it's got such an amazing taste. Um, the Sunday sauce has to cook. If you're chopping up the tomatoes, you can't just put it on high. You got to have it at low and simmer it. And you got to have a nice big saucepan to make sure it's done correctly. Because if you have it on too hot, it's going to burn and it's not going to taste good. If you have it on too low, it's not going to cook at the right temperature. Uh, you're going to want to give it some time for it to simmer correctly and for everything to be mixed the way it's supposed to be. And I totally recommend that you take your time. You're not just going to wake up knowing how to cook Italian food. It's, it's going to take time. Like... I didn't just wake up doing it. My mom did uh, pastas, and I'm sure she learned that from her, from her nani, and her nani taught her from her nani, and, and I'm sure that's how they learned. Granted, we're not Italian, but my nani's best friend was Italian, so I think that's how uh, we learned how to cook like that. Um, you know, it's, it's something that you learn. Um, so, you know, family is really important because that's how you can learn to make things delicious. Like, my mom taught me how to make chicken cacciatore. She taught me how to make lasagna. She taught me how to make stuffed shells. She taught me how to make rigatoni. She taught me how to make angel hair. She, she taught me how to do a lot of stuff. And she learned it from someone, too. So, there you go. Uh, that's Sunday sauce. Now, if you're making, like, an enchilada sauce, that's totally different because that's got more spicy things in it, like jalapenos or... Uh, I don't want to say it has a ghost pepper in it, but it might. It depends on how spicy you want it to be. If you're making an Alfredo sauce, then you're going to need some cheese. And you're going to want that to be white. And you're going to have to, you know, get some milk or some cream or heavy cream. And you're going to have to, you know, know what seasonings you want to put in that too. Like, you're going to have to know what you're going for. Uh, you know, every sauce is different. If you want to make a green sauce, like a pesto... You know, then you have to get like pestoey things to chop up and mix to get that texture and that flavor going. Sauces are really important, but you got to know how to make them. Also, take advantage of a magic bullet and know what your seasonings are. Again, this goes back to Pinterest and this goes back to YouTube. Know what you're making, have the recipe, and just focus on it. Next part of our conversation. Have a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Veek Star, Veek Star. Where'd you get those Veek Stars? Veek Stars, Veek Stars. Where'd you get those eyes? Guess what? You got those eyes from your mom, and she's beautiful, too. See you tomorrow. Bye.